1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Tributes pour in for former Scotland manager Craig Brown Who has died today at the age of 82 He led the national side to two major tournaments And is still the last manager to take Scotland to a World Cup He's also well remembered for his time at Clyde, Mullable and Aberdeen I'm Andrew McLean, joining me in the studio tonight is Roger Hanna
0: A really sad day for Scottish football, Andrew Um, Universally popular, universally respected And just reading through some of the tributes this afternoon to a wonderful man, a wonderful coach and manager, Um, it it leaves you in awe. As you say, the last man to take Scotland to a World Cup finals, but you see Sir Alec Ferguson saying, you know, he first met him with a Scotland schools team in 1957. I spoke this afternoon to, you know, his, his great pal, his former number two, Archie Knox, who had known him in football circles for over 50 years. And the tributes today just show the esteem in which the great Craig Brown was held by all
1: yeah as Roger says lots of brilliant tributes I've seen on social media and we'd love to hear them on the phones tonight as well if you've got any memories any stories any tributes you would like to pay to Craig Brown we would love to hear them 0141 951 1025 and of course you can tweet us at Clyde SSB we'll be hearing from some players that played under Craig Brown throughout their careers and their thoughts on him as a man as a manager and we'd love to hear your thoughts as well as I say 0141 Four one nine five one one zero two five. But Roger That's all you really Need to gauge it on Is you just look on social media You look on Twitter And the stories that people have The nice words they have To say about Craig Brown Just show the man he was First and foremost
0: Yeah, absolutely Everyone has a positive story A good word to say about Craig Brown Simply because Craig Brown always had time And always had a good word For other people um, You know, even in my business Sometimes managers aren't too happy to, to pick up a phone To to maybe discuss a bad result To discuss a controversial selection But Craig would always take the call He would always speak to the media He would, you know, explain decisions um, And he made controversial decisions He would tell you that himself Leaving Alan McCoy out of France 98 um, Not picking Jim Layton as a starter at Euro 96 He spoke about it himself in the recent documentary he did in Sky Sports um, But everyone understood his decisions because they knew he was doing it with the best interests of the team at heart and hugely successful in his career.
1: Well, as I say, any stories, any tributes that you'd like to pay to the late Craig Brown, we would love to hear them. 0141 951 1025. Up first is Thomas in East Bride. Thomas, just your thoughts on on Craig Brown?
2: Uh, no, I can't explain how. How uh, I'm gutted uh, a, a Scottish gentleman, I mean I uh, actually shook that gentleman's hand uh at Hamden. Uh, and just I'm really got it like it's a
0: way.
1: Yeah, I mean that is the one word you see that that keeps coming up, it's gentleman.
0: And he was Andrew, and you can go back. You know, you touched there in France '98, Euro '96. If you think back to you know Craig Brown's Scotland career, it probably started. He went to the World Cup in '86 in Mexico, and Sir Alec Ferguson's backroom staff. He then got a full-time job with the SFA that involved work With the under-21 team hugely successful with them. He took the the under-16s to a World Cup final at Hamden against the Saudis in '89. He's worked with the senior team Under Andy Roxbury. He was at Italia 90 He was at Euro 92 The first time Scotland Had ever qualified For a European Championship And when Andy Roxbury Left the post And Craig was promoted There was then A Euros There was a World Cup There was that Magnificent victory At Wembley In the Battle of Britain Euro 2000 playoff In 99 When He almost Did the unthinkable And overturned that 2-0 deficit From the first leg And he gave Thomas And other Tartan Army Foot soldiers So many Memorable Days and nights Because I think his, his
1: association with You know the Scottish FA And the Scottish national team Came down to Sir Alex Ferguson In the 80s That essentially yeah. You know phoned him up and, and said how would how would you like A, a nice holiday
0: <laughs> And listen You think that's odd at the time Because who was Craig Brown Craig Brown's manager A Clyde who were a part time team And he'd won a second division title But Alex Ferguson had known him By that stage For almost 30 years he had tracked his career You know People remember Craig Brown The manager Craig Brown was a very good player Craig Brown was signed by Scott Simon for Rangers at the age of 18 He went on to play for Dundee He won a league title with Dundee People don't remember Dundee winning the league title 1962 under Bob Shankly Craig Brown was in the squad that won the league And got a league title winner's medal He went and played for Falkirk. He then went into coaching He was number two at Motherwell Even before he succeeded Billy McNeil as Clyde manager And Sir Alec had tracked that career He knew him through SFA coaching courses at Largs he knew the body of work that he had and that's why he took him to Mexico with the likes of Walter Smith and Archie Knox after the sad passing of Jogstein
1: Well thank you to Thomas, plenty of tributes to get through and we'd love to hear from you at home as well, 0141 951 1025 John is next up in Cambus Lang John, what are your memories of Craig Brown?
3: Uh, evening uh, Roger, thank Andy uh, Well I've got a wee story I, I say about him but first of all is a the positivity of uh, Craig Brown, even when Scotland weren't doing well at times, he was always out there and backing the players and a great man-manager. And to be the last uh, manager to take us to the World Cup, is just it just shows you. And The word legend doesn't get through a bit easily, but I think he was a legend in Scottish football. Uh, I've got a wee story about, uh, like years ago, we were at Strathclyde Park, me, my mum, my brother, and we got lost. This is the days before Saturday, so we didn't know where we were walking about. And we've seen these people training on a football park. It was a Scotland Under-21 team. And it was Craig Brown taking the session. And he said, he's lost. He's like, hey, yeah, we don't know. We're going. He took us in his car and he dropped us off in his uh, train station. Because we're lost that, shows what sort of man is. He left uh, the training session to make sure we got home OK. And I just remember that. And I was really, really young then. But I remember that uh, from that day. thinking that was amazing.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a good memory from John there and a lot of the, the stories that I'm reading today about Craig Brown are just about him being so willing to help people no matter what the situation mm-hmm. is whether it's John and you know his brother that are, are lost and trying to get home whether it's I've seen plenty of stories about you know, people who were young journalists at the time Who, you know, just phoned him up out of the blue And he was happy to, you know, talk for 40 minutes on the phone Happy to, yeah. to speak to them for as long as they wanted and
0: listen, loads of people love stories just like John that's because Craig Brown had the human touch first and foremost You know, if Craig Brown had been a plumber He'd have been a great guy If he had been an electrician He'd have been a great guy It just turns out he was an elite football manager And also a great guy So, you know, he had it all, he... You know, touched the lives and careers Of so many people He's beloved by the Tartan army Not just because of the achievements While being manager of Scotland But because they, you know As as Thomas and John have touched upon The fans knew what a great person he was And I think that, you know His personality helped endear him To the supporters And, you know, it's amazing to think 25 years on Scotland have never been back At a World Cup And if, fingers crossed Steve Clark and the guys who are on the brink of European Championship qualification for Germany next year. Imagine how great it would be if they could qualify for the World Cup finals in 2026 and dedicate it to the memory of Craig Brown.
1: Absolutely, yeah, John. You know, all that time ago, Craig Brown, the last Scotland manager to take us to a World Cup. Just, do you have any standout memories from France '98?
3: Well, I was I was at uh, the game when we qualified in '97 at uh, Parkhead so that was obviously one of my great memories but 98 was I was 17 at the time so it was great but obviously the Norway game was good and unlucky in the Brazil game but I think you know 96 memories the draw against Holland and the, the, the so far for getting to the next uh, one go away for getting to the next round but I just hope and uh, well, I know we will when we play Scotland play England I'll be at the game and I'm sure that tournament will have a big tribute to them uh, when we play in the 12th of September
1: Yeah I think Roger it would be quite easy at, at that point to take major tournaments for granted but yeah. you look at how long it's been since Scotland got to any major tournament never mind a World Cup just shows how good a job Craig Brown did as Scotland yeah, and, manager
0: and I think when you live through it as we did you know Back from 74, Willie Ormond taking the team to West Germany, 78, Ali McLeod, 82, Jogstein, Sir Alec, obviously in 86, Andy Roxbury, Italia 90, and then the exploits of Craig Brown at the Euros and the World Cup. We did take it for granted. We expected to qualify for these events. And, uh, you know, the, the the scale of Craig Brown's achievements, I don't think, were actually appreciated by ourselves as journalists or by the fans at the time because it was sort of taken as read. You would qualify. It's only now when you look back and see how long it was between France ninety eight and the you know Euro twenty twenty, and you think these guys who who led Scotland to the finals, what a job they did.
1: Yeah, John. Do you think there maybe is a sort of underrated element to Craig Brown's time in charge of Scotland?
3: Yeah, as you're saying, it was taken for granted. I mean, we qualified for like, five five or six World Cups. Uh, I just feel like. The thing about Craig Brown, he was loyal to players, he, he was very, very loyal, he never let all these players come out and they tell you how loyal he was and sometimes people held that against against him, but how can you hold loyalty against somebody when it was, all these players would run through a brick walls for him, and that showed you the, the measure of the man.
1: Yeah, just the, the sheer number of players that have come out today and, yeah. and told stories. About Craig Brown Shows that they really appreciated That loyalty
0: Yeah the loyalty And and there's an honesty As well I think they appreciated You know I was was just Watching that documentary The other day Very difficult decision In the 90s Was it Andy Gorham Was it Jim Leighton? And he chose Andy Gorham To play in the Euros That John's talking about And a real setback For Jim Leighton At that stage of his career And yet he told him Face to face The day before And afterwards Jim Leighton nicely thanked him for telling him in advance And you know Getting sort of the headspace To get around it Before the three games were played You fast forward A couple of years to the World Cup How big a decision must it have been Not to take Ali McCoist, Who had scored the goal To beat Switzerland at Euro 96 You don't take him to the World Cup But he didn't deliver news By phone call or text message or It was face to face And he told him And he explained the decision He explained why he wasn't taking them And you know years later he admitted probably it was the wrong decision to make But I think his honesty, his openness um, And you know, the kind of kindness he showed I think that definitely softened the blow For the players who were missing out
1: That showed he did have that sort of ruthless side yeah. that, that you needed to be yeah. a successful manager as well Despite you know all the, the tributes and people saying About how great a guy he was He also had that side well, to he, him That you need to be a successful manager
0: He himself said One of his great qualities was kindness But... You had to make sure that players never mistook that kindness for a softness Because if the players detected there was a softness there, they would exploit it And I don't think players ever did detect a softness They knew he wasn't afraid to make the big decisions um, Because he was doing it, as we said earlier, for the benefit of the team And the players might not always have liked the decisions, but they respected him for making those decisions.
1: Well, thank you to John. Keep those tributes and those stories coming in. 01419511025 or you can send us a tweet at Clyde SSP. That's what Lion nineteen eighty-five has done. Uh, they've said I was twelve years old when Scotland played Brazil at France ninety-eight. The school was just about to go for summer break, and the teacher let us watch the match on an old TV that was on wheels. And that those are the types of memories that, you know, as a child, you remember for the rest of your life. Been able yeah, to sit in school The the TV being wheeled in as it was And Craig Brown brought those memories To so many youngsters across the country
0: Yeah, and you, listen You heard the stories The Euros were delayed You know, they eventually held the Euros here in the summer of 2021 And you were hearing that type of thing happening And it was so A generation of, of young Scotland fans Missed out on that, Andrew Because, you know I remember the way it was in, in 98 There was not quite street parties But you know the supporters here who weren't in France. You know, there, there were salt tires hanging out windows, there were salt tires hanging out cars. The kids were allowed to watch games in school or allowed home early to watch the games. And the whole nation bought into the whole nation bought into Craig Brown's dream at France '98. And when the players came out to the Stade de France that afternoon, resplendent in the kilts In the jackets. And the entire national dress um, At the behest of the manager That's something that they will always remember The fans in the ground will always remember And and those growing up, watching those scenes Will always remember
1: Yeah, there was that mention on Twitter there For of course that game against Brazil Let's hear from a clip of Craig Brown Just talking about a, a wee story that happened Just before that game
4: I was waiting to they went out then we will go out for the opening You know, the the anthems and uh, there they were, walking past the door, hand in hand. So I shut the door and I, I said to the guys, well, I've, I've just seen the Brazilian team there. They're hand in hand, they're f***ing themselves playing Scotland. The boys had a laugh at that and it they, they lightened the atmosphere a wee bit. There's a bit of tension when you're playing the world champions and there's 80,000 out there. So I felt that it helped a bit.
1: It's a great story as well on the way he tells it, but that's maybe just a sort of light relief the players need just that second well, to to let the tension drop out before such a huge game.
0: And listen, I'm not sure whether he's on later in the week, but I'll, I'll tell another story from that day. Simon Donnelly of this parish was in the squad. He was in. The, I think it was 22 that went to to France '98, and Simon and his great pal and teammate Jackie McNamara were the kind of young guns, if you like, of that squad. And it, it seems crazy now when you think of all the substitutes you have, but I think in those days. All the subs weren't actually stripped I think there was only five or six stripped that day in top of the 11 who, who were starting the game And everyone was out in the pitch before the game And Craig Brown approached Simon and Jackie And I think they were desperately hoping Because he hadn't named the subs at that stage He just named the team that they might be in the bench They said, Donnelly, McNamara And they sort of pulled themselves up thinking This could be a big chance He said, it's important you two get ready for Japan and Korea in 2002 <laughs> You'll be key men for this squad And that was his way to so, <laughs> Sorry lads you're not on the bench
1: Great experience for four years time And then <laughs> little did we know what was going to happen <laughs> In the preceding 25 years uh, Let's hear a bit actually from uh, from Jackie McNamara who spoke to us earlier on
3: It goes without saying um, you know, The fact that he's The last man to take us to a World Cup What he achieved um, Was remarkable yeah, I think he leaves a void, but he also leaves a, a, a good legacy, what he's achieved in his his career and um, with the national team and everything else, so I'm sure he'll be missed by a lot of people. I, I think I've got quite a few memories of him. just uh, good memories, you know, happy ones, just the opening games of the World Cup against Brazil and Craig had a, a, a little thing where the opposition were always terrified to be playing us, you know, more so than the Brazilians were walking out, uh, they let us know that, <laughs> um, when they were waiting to go out the tunnel. You know, his way of motivating the players was, well, the opposition were, were terrified to play Scotland. Um, you know, there was his kind of motivation at times and, you know, it was, it was good fun. It shows
1: the lasting impact as well that Craig Brown had on players that just a, a, a simple one liner like that is is yeah. one of the main things that sticks in Jackie McNamara's mind after all these years.
0: Absolutely. And all of his former players, you know, today they're all speaking with a fondness. You know, I remember I think the play the Scotland players they get a silver medal from the SFA when they reach twenty five caps, Andrew. And Jackie, as I was saying, like Simon. They were both in the squad very, very early, and a lot of the time, you know, they were on the bench or they weren't even on the bench like that game against Brazil. And but but Craig Brown was you know such a such a figure that players kept coming back. You know, whether they were picked or not, if they were picked in the squad, they would always report. And I think when I can't remember how many caps Jackie finished up with, but when he won his twenty fifth, there was a little presentation, and he said something along the lines of twenty-five caps. It's not bad for sixty-one squads. <laughs> but he he was laughing at it because he knew why Craig Brown picked the teams that he picked and, you know, everyone respected him right the way through and, and you think back to, you know, some of the some of the big players that he was able to select, you know, think of that, that midfield he had Lambert and Collins in against Brazil he had Hendry at the back, he had Leighton 91 caps, Jim Leighton won. one of Scotland's greatest ever keepers he had him at the back you think earlier on to the Euros Gary McAllister in the middle of the park Ali McCoy stumped top. He worked with some of the greatest players In Scottish football history And today they've all got a good word for him
1: Well still plenty of time to get your tributes Your stories, your memories About Craig Brown in 01419511025 We'd love to hear from them Or you can tweet us at Clyde SSB You are the voice of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Roger Hanna here with me, Andrew McLean, in the second part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard, where we've heard some really nice tributes for former Scotland manager Craig Brown, who has sadly passed away today at the age of 82. So make sure to keep them coming. 01419511025, or you can send us a tweet at ClydeSSB. I was just scrolling through Twitter there, Roger, and I saw a nice tribute from... Jamie Murphy, who of course played under Craig Brown at Motherwell, he says he was a great manager and even better man. He made him feel 10 feet tall as a young player, giving him the number nine shirt. But this was the the story that stuck out. He said he remembers it being his 21st birthday. He asked Craig Brown if he could take some of the team out to celebrate after the game. Of course, he said yes. Told him to try and get as many players as he could to go out. The next day, Craig Brown came in, handed Jamie Murphy an envelope that had £250 in it, said, go enjoy yourself. And then Jamie Murphy says he knew it. Well, I think Craig Brown had said Look, this is this is from the club But Jamie Murphy's saying deep down He always knew it came from Craig Brown
0: Yeah, and it's great to, to speak to People of Jamie's generation Because Jamie Murphy at his age Probably doesn't remember too much About Craig Brown's international career And it was the same I remember speaking to You know, the likes of Ryan Jack And Mark Reynolds When they were up at Aberdeen About working under Craig Brown Again, guys who won't remember You know, Euro 96 And France 98 particularly well And they were really struck by just how good the coaching was. How good it was to go and play for Motherwell and Aberdeen in those days, and it says everything really about Craig Brown and his man management skills. That even at a time when you know when I we went to Aberdeen, it was still in his it was in his seventies when he finished up as Aberdeen manager, and for a guy in his seventies to be able to get the message over to a squad that includes teenagers, if you like. It it just shows you know how capable he was.
1: Oh one four one nine five one one o two five. If you've got any stories you'd like to share about Craig Brown, Duncan is up next in Canvas Lang. Duncan.
4: Hi there. Uh, just a quick one. I was I uh, work as a golf professional. I get partnered with Craig Brown at Dollar on and the Clyde's Golf Day, and obviously it we was went great. Good meal with him after the golf. Uh, great time with him. Give him a few tips. A week later, he sends me the loveliest letter about how much he enjoyed his day and congratulates me about how much attention I gave to him. And I've never had a letter like that from. I played with a few football players and pro and that, but that shows you the the kind of guy he is. You know, he was really, really good.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> how, how much did that mean to you receiving that letter, Duncan?
4: Ah, it was it was good because it gives you a bit of uh, you know a kick. You know, at least you you did your job right and. I think he was that type of guy. If you did your job you would appreciate, you know. And that's that's a different sport from what he does, you know. You can see other guys doing sports, so obviously it was it was good for me to get that, you know. I still kept the letter, you know. So it was about four, five or six years ago.
0: And it was good I think he enjoyed the letter writing, you know. I've heard this a few from a few people today, Duncan, that you know, he sent them personal notes and that that goes back yeah. beyond His involvement in full-time football You know, when he was part-time manager of Clyde in the 70s He was also involved in primary education down in South Ayrshire He was a lecturer at Craigie College in Ayr And he took great pride in doing things properly He wanted his students at the college to do things properly To learn proper life lessons And that was a discipline that he never forgot throughout his life
1: yeah, I'm sure he would have told you many good stories as well, Duncan, because he, yeah. he, he did love a chat.
0: Ah, He was good to, because it's good to... Obviously, I
4: like football and obviously I'm involved in golf, so you try and marry up the two sports, you know, and see how he does with coaching, how I would do coaching and how you bring on youngsters and things like this, you know. So that was very interesting, you know, to pick his brains at times, you know, how you deal with certain situations and, you know, people... Who want to be golfers Or football players what they, How they do it You know So it's, it was quite good it's quite interesting
1: Yeah he just He just have, had a natural ability To engage with people So yeah. easily and, and hold that conversation He always just had an interest And in time for Everyone that he came across
0: Yeah And that goes You know Duncan mentioned in the letter He got in playing golf With him John was talking about You know help, I'm helping out his, his family But you know He always a way He could go to these UEFA coaching seminars and sitting have the same conversation with Marcello Lippe um, And you know That, the way he was with people Was reciprocated You know, after he left the Scotland job Even before he was at Motherwell and Aberdeen Some of the jobs he did down south You're know, hugely respected for the job he did at Preston North End Helping launch Billy Davis's managerial career He then worked under Billy in an advisory role at Derby He was involved in scouting at Fulham He was involved helping out Roy Hodgson Vice and things at Crystal Palace he, his the force of his personality was recognised by people the depth of his knowledge was recognised by people a truly significant impact to Scottish football basically over half a century Andrew
1: forgive me because I can't remember exactly who it was it tweeted it earlier on but I read a very good story of Someone that was sort of working under Craig Brown or was doing some, you know, work experience had been doing something with him, and essentially Craig Brown had, had driven past them, said, "Oh, jump in the car, I'll, I'll take you wherever you're going." There was someone that he was speaking to on loudspeaker on the phone. It turns out to be Franz Beckenbauer. <laughs> so that's, the guy was just sitting in the car while Craig yeah. Brown and Franz Beckenbauer. But it just it just shows the respect that you know the the wider football community and the people right at the top of the game had for Craig I, Brown.
0: I listen, 100%. And You think some of the you know the coaching adversaries Over the years Not just the Kevin Keegans And Terry Venables And those batters of Britain In the 90s But You know The, the likes of Beckenbauer You think of um, The the countries Scotland faced During Brown's time in charge That, that You know You, you hear about a, a group of death As they say in Was it Italian ninety When we were in with Brazil And we were in with Sweden And then there was a group of Certain death At Euro 92 With, with the Dutch and the Germans And these were the best teams in the world, and Craig Brown took Scotland to major finals to go toe to toe with the best players in the world and the best coaches in the world.
1: Duncan was his golfing ability as good as his chat.
0: He it was. Uh, it was.
4: He was trying, put it up, he was good. He was trying hard, you know. But uh, it's not about being good; it's about listening and uh, and watching what other people can do at their sport. And uh, no, it was very interesting
1: yeah very well said Duncan some good memories there uh, let's hear from let's hear from Pat Nevin shall we who's been sharing some of his memories about Craig Brown
4: I, mean, I wouldn't be a footballer and I wouldn't have had a career without him uh, quite simply when I was a kid I was playing boys club football and a bounce game against Clyde he saw me and, um, because he spotted me he tried to talk me into saying for Clyde I wanted to finish my degree and he said you could do both and the rest of my life is history because of that man Craig Brown and what he did and he did that with a lot he was concerned considerate and a fabulous manager and not just for Scotland but uh, and not just in that period that he talked about he'd take nothing away from the other side of his personality intelligent he had a hand to land a different life as well he was a lecturer uh, a headmaster at the school so many things to Craig with a wickedly
0: lovely gentlemanly sense of humor
1: that's almost as high a compliment as you can pay anyone that you know, Pat Nevin saying he owes his career to Craig yeah. Brown.
0: And listen, a lot of people will be able to say that. You go back to that Clyde team in the seventies. He sent Pat Nevin on the way to fame and fortune and going down to Chelsea in the early eighties and as Pat said the rest is history. You know, he started Steve Archibald's career. Steve Archibald was going to be a mechanic and you know, he gave him a game at Clyde, sold him on to Aberdeen, who then went to Tottenham, Barcelona. And fame and fortune as well So, you know, Steve Archibald will tell you He owes a debt of gratitude But, you know, we not to so many big name Scotland players One of the greatest compliments to Craig Brown in his career um, out of the number of players from that Clyde team Almost 50 years ago, 45, 50 years ago Who Craig was still socialising with You know, guys like Robert Riley and Neil Hood Guys like Jim McSherry Who, you know, was in the Ayrshire football scene They still met up every week in here. Still had coffee and the chat, and you know, that tells you how highly regarded Craig Brown was, that people from half a century ago were still in touch with him and still fondly reminiscing with him every week about his life in football.
1: We'd love to hear any more thoughts, memories, stories you've got about Craig Brown, 01419511025 or you can send us a tweet at Clyde SSB. Next up is Ian in Shettleston Ian. Evening gents Hi I, in.
0: I in. Uh,
5: just wanted to tell a story. Uh, I'm involved in uh, the speedway club, the Glasgow Tigers, and we had a sportsman's dinner and we were short of a speaker. And one of the guys who's also involved in the speedway is uh, Alan Dick, the former uh, Secretary of Marlowe and party Fissel. And he says, I think I could get Craig Brown to speak. So he had booked Craig. Uh, that time he was working up in Aberdeen. He drove down on the Saturday, missed the meal uh, and recounted many, many stories Uh, ...about his time in football... ...many that he couldn't even repeat on here... ...I I did tell your producer one... ...which is pretty funny... ...but the amazing thing was... ...he never took a fee... ...he refused a fee... ...and in fact... ...I think we were talking to him... ...we knew enough to get chucked out the Marriott... ...it was running so late... ...because he was telling so many stories... He actually had nowhere to stay. He said, oh, it's okay, I'll go and stay with my daughter. And he said, no, we'll book him in the hotel. He went, no, 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 it's fine. We actually did book him in the hotel, but he was just such a gent, told all these stories, but refused, because he was friends with Alan, he refused to take a fee, had driven all the way down to Aberdeen. I don't know when he was heading back up again at Aberdeen, but he gladly came along and helped us out. It was a good fundraiser for the club that night. And as I say, many of the stories he told, many of the, the press guys will have heard them as well, but just such a funny guy, uh, but a serious guy as well.
1: Yeah, that's a a great story to hear Ian, that, that was the one thing about Craig Brown that the stories you hear, no matter whether it was when he was a player, when he was at Clyde or whether he's Scotland manager or Aberdeen manager, yeah. he just never changed. He always just had the, the same amount of time for everyone. He was willing to help people. And it didn't matter, you know, how important he was viewed as being at, at that time in his career. He was he was just always the same.
0: Yeah, and he was a great storyteller. He always, you know, people used to remark about that. You know, there was almost a twinkle in his eye when he was going to tell you a funny story, you know, like he's speaking about just now. My the, the son Bill Leckie was saying today, he used to compare a lot of after dinner events that Craig would speak at Craig speak speaker. And he said, Craig used to say to him now Sometimes I can drone on, you know So if I'm still speaking after 40 minutes Just give me a wee tug in my jacket And then half an hour into the speech He would take his jacket off and you couldn't (laughs) do it But listen, everyone loved these He loved telling the stories And everyone loved listening to the stories Because A, they were entertaining stories anyway But B, it was the way Craig delivered it Because he loved, you know, entertaining people in that way, Andrew
1: Ian, do you have any football memories of Craig Brown that stand out?
5: Uh, no, I, I, obviously being a Scotland fan, I, I think I think probably what we, of my age, we took for granted going to major tournaments because we qualified for so many in a row. And I think the fact, I think, you said earlier on it's been 25 years since we qualified for a World Cup. I mean, I can remember going to school and every European Championship and every World Cup, Scotland were qualifying for them. You know, and I think, to think back that he was the last manager to actually take us to the World Cup, you know and it's been so many years hopefully hopefully no as many now will get there but the fact that he actually did it and we probably took it as a matter of fact you know we were going to qualify for tournaments so probably we probably didn't realise what a good manager he was at the time to get us into these tournaments
1: yeah very well said from Ian thank you very much for all the calls and the tweets that are coming in really good to hear about Craig Brown we'd love to hear more from them 0141 951 1025 but let's do this first
5: Oh, you're kidding me on. Oh, thank you. Oh, my goodness.
1: Yeah. The cash register. Well, Kelly won over £25,000 on the cash register. She was so emotional as she spoke to Gary as she realised she'd won. Hello? Kelly, it's Gary Spence here with the cash register
5: call. Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
3: <laughs> I'm sorry. Thank you so much. Oh, sorry. I've just really been struggling recently. Oh my god, that's amazing.
1: Well that's what it means It can be life changing She was at work When she got the call She said the money Will really help her And her one year old son And now it's your chance To win £26,700 Tomorrow when we make The next call But you need to be In the draw Enter now Text YES To 61025 That's Y-E-S To 61025 If you get a call from us After 3pm tomorrow Answer within five rings And make sure you know The correct cash register Amount Texts are £2 Plus your standard Network rate Online entry is £2 or call 0330 880 4523 Calls charged at the standard rate over 18s only All the rules for this Hits Radio Network Scotland competition are on our website Text YES to 61025 for your chance to win £26,700 Good luck 0141 951
0: 1025
1: This is Scottish football's lead leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hannah here with me, Andrew McLean, in the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard, where we've heard some fantastic tributes and stories and memories for former Scotland manager Craig Brown, who sadly passed away today at the age of 82. If you've got any, Memories that you want to share with us 01419511025 Or you can tweet us At Clyde SSB George has been in touch on Twitter He's actually sent a photo of a letter That's on his studio wall And you'll know this Roger That the the SFWA Who uh, You know If if an award is won Quite often They will give a gift of a, a painting To You know A winning manager Or a winning player Well George must have been the, the artist for that And Craig Brown actually sent a letter to him Thanking him and saying that it was already up on his wall And saying that he'd had you know so many compliments Of people praising his work And it's just a, another lovely touch from from Craig Brown And the fact that the letter is still on the wall Shows how much it means
0: to George as well Yeah, it's a mark of the man And the more tribute you hear you know, The more in awe of him you, you really are Because he, he had that human touch You know, People always say he had, he had the Midas touch in the dugout But whatever he was, he had the human touch And... Um, Everyone he spoke to, he wanted to make them feel better. Um, and he, listen, he's done an incredible job as a football manager. But the more you hear some of these tributes, you know, that's matched by the way he was as a person.
1: 01419511025, if you want to get in touch. That's what Scott in Armadale has done. Scott, what are your memories of Craig Brown?
2: Hi, I'm uh, the evening panel. Thanks for the call. Being a Motherwell fan, uh, Craig came to Motherwell, you know, uh, kind of mid nineties, and uh, I'm sorry, it was the mid nineties. Just think, it was early two thousands actually. It was after his uh, international career came to an end. You could see the the determination and the drive that he he instilled in the the Motherwell players at that time, and I think he put Motherwell in a position that was kind of. Uh, no, no, achieved over the last few seasons, but that was the the measure of the man where he was able to drive a, a small community club with a limited budget, you know, and and push them up the league. So, I think the players at Motherwell bought into that that kind of uh, his philosophy, and I don't think I don't think it's probably wrong to say that him achieving what he did at international level was then uh, replicated at Motherwell
0: well, and You're right what you say, Scott And the great thing about the way he managed um, Andrew read out a tribute from Jamie Murphy Earlier on, who was only 21 years of age At that stage But even the more experienced guys The Stephen Cragan, the Keith Lasleys Stevie Hamills, people like that The influence he had on them In their mother career They'll tell you themselves um, It would have been easy for Craig Brown By the way, when, when he left the Scotland job in 2001 Already in his 60s He could quite easily then have just hung up the coach's jacket And got into retirement And it says a lot about the ambition And the drive and the determination that you touched upon there That he wanted to go on and manage in club football You know, he took Preston North End He came back up here, he took the Motherwell job He then took the Aberdeen job A huge club in Scottish football terms And, you know, as you say He left a great legacy at Motherwell He did something similar at Aberdeen as well
1: yeah, Scott. It shows the impact that he had at Motherwell because you know it was less than a year he was in charge, forty-five games. But you know, after all that time, you're you're still reminiscing about what he did at the club.
2: Yeah, definitely. You know that I think you know the connections and the fondness that he's going to be remembered uh, through Scottish football. Uh, if if that's what we on the outside are seeing uh his has the uh, influence on teams and, and people. I think it says a lot because those individuals that were influenced are coming out and, and telling their stories about the, the the type of man he was and I think that's important for a, a coach and I think a lot of younger managers and coaches nowadays can probably take a lot from that that, that it's that people person that he seemed to seem to be. He was honest, he was determined. Uh, and, and and a very intelligent guy. And I'd just like to quickly uh, raise another wee quick point about Craig. The chap earlier that was on Duncan about the, the Speedway in Glasgow, uh, I've been told uh, for a good source that he turned up uh, late at a golf uh, after dinner speaking in South Lanarkshire. And he arrived late. They had to change the order of the speakers. And he basically took the fee and handed it straight back to the club, which was quite hefty as the charity that... You know, So that wasn't an uncommon feature uh, The type of guy Craig Brown was I
0: need, I need to ask you as I'm a Motherwell fan Scott What is your abiding memory of Craig Brown And his spell there Is it the 6-6 six, six draw with Hibbs Or is it the squabble with John Boyle At the mouth of the tunnel <laughs>
2: yeah I would like to Remember the 6-6 uh, Score which Actually Marcel and My uncle left When we were I think we were 6-2 done. Oh no <laughs> 6-2 down <with> 20 minutes <laughs> ago
0: You should never admit That score I oh, no.
2: oh, no. <laughs> 6-2 down We got back in the house And it was uh, 6-5 And we were like Oh no 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 no. We actually watched The rest of it on Sky Sports and they, they <laughs> So back you at le- least go. Managed to catch The equaliser <laughs> then Just just on five, TV five, 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 five. Uh, at that point, we were only we only lived about seven or eight minutes to the stadium, so uh, probably heard the cheer the, from outside the, your window. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's a sad day, I think, all round for Scottish football with with what Craig uh, achieved. And you know, I was I was one of the, the schoolboys in the class watching Scotland, uh, you know, playing in World Cups, and 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 he was there, you know, right back to '86 with with Alex Ferguson. And I've been watching the Sky Sports uh, coverage today, and it's. And I'm glad that, that he's getting that the kind of tributes uh, from the major broadcasters. And I, I was quite pleased to see that this afternoon.
1: Yeah, I mean, that is just one of the sort of all-time modern Scottish football great moments. That six-all draw, yeah. isn't it? And it was Craig Brown masterminding Motherwell's
0: way back into it. Yeah, and listen, the laugh is, Scott and his uncle are probably going up the road <laughs> bemoaning Craig <laughs> Brown, or 6-2 down at home to Hibs. What on earth's going on? And he managed to inspire... Possibly one of the greatest comebacks In Scottish football history And you look You think back at You know Some of those great results. I think it was Thomas The first caller Spoke about Being at Celtic Park For that win That took Scotland To France 98 You think of the win At Ibrox In that campaign Against Sweden You think of A real Back to the wall nil nil in Moscow Against the Russians Many many years ago You think of Don Hutchinson's Winner at Wembley Don Hutchinson's Winner against Germany In Bremen Some fantastic Results and fantastic results for the 21s in the years before that, and of course, the the under 16 team of Brian O'Neill, Paul Dickoff, guys like that getting to a World Cup final.
1: It shows incredible adaptability as a manager to be managing Clyde starting that in 1977. He was there for nine years or so, And, and then to still be managing in 2013, you know, different eras of football. He went through as a manager And been able to adapt through those And take on new methods And, and use his own
0: And it is yeah, That's the right word and The adaptation You know you cannot start any job In the 1970s And still be doing it in the 2010s And not have adapted Because you know back then When he started coaching There a man in his, his 30s In his early 30s Coaching players And it's far far easier at that age To relate to players because you're nearly the same age as them But think you fast forward that to His time at Aberdeen 10 years ago When he's in his 70s And he's dealing with young guys Like Ryan Jack and Mark Reynolds And you know Ryan Fraser and, and people like that And it says a lot about him That a bit like Sir Alec Ferguson He was able to adapt and evolve And still stay relevant in the eyes of those young players
1: Scott have you learnt your lesson Do you stay to the end of every game now? last one out of the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> well thank you very much. Motherwell
0: you're the last out and Gordon Dale's first out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well thank you very much to Scott slowly running out of time here on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard but some great tributes for Scott Brown. We've not really touched on his, his playing career which was you know he, d- he didn't play too many games because he had injuries but it yeah. just shows that, that perseverance that you had that He wanted to make it in football Yeah And he went into management And he succeeded
0: I'm quite fortunate I I managed to flick back through The back copies of newspapers And at the time He signed for Rangers At the age of 18 I think 1959 Scott Simon signed him He was coveted by The biggest clubs in the country He had been captain Of a Scottish school squad That included a young Alec Ferguson Everyone wanted to sign him And he went and signed for Rangers Um, Unfortunately knee problems Really did bedevil his playing career Even by the time he won the league With Dundee in 62 He had three knee operations I think he finally quit playing After five knee operations Andrew Um, But the love of football Never diminished He already was on the SFA coaching circuit By that stage down at large A regular down there And with the likes of Andy Roxburgh And Alec Ferguson and Walter Smith And Archie Knox He came through the ranks He studied And he built up A career that has been fondly recalled by so many today will never be forgotten by the Tartan army and his body of work over more than half a century stands to be compared with anyone's.
1: It just shows his longevity in the game as well. I was reading today that when he was at Rangers and he had the knee injury, they didn't even have a physio at the time to... to to look at him yeah. and assess his injury Because that just wasn't really a thing
0: At yeah. that point And it's incredible to think You know Even by the time he left Aberdeen You know You then had A bank of physio, You had sports scientists You had nutritionalists You had all the guys who would you know Keep the players 24-7 monitored For you know How they were So he lived through all of that He leaves a terrific Legacy for Scottish football I am sure The SFA will pay A fitting tribute to him When England Come to Hamden at the start of next season. And the most fitting tribute of all would be if Steve Clark and Andy Robertson and the squad could make it to the World Cup finals in 2026 to finally bridge a 28-year gap for France 98 and dedicate it to one of the greatest managers and one of the greatest people ever to be involved in Scottish football well
1: absolutely fantastic tributes have been coming in today for Craig Brown thank you very much for your calls and your tweets or for just listening in at home I'll be back tomorrow night from 6 o'clock in the studio with Mark Wilson but stay there because it's Callum Gallagher that's up next